Shalom and welcome. Baruchim Chabaim. That is welcome and blessings to you in Hebrew language. I'm Dr. Yana Sanders and I am so pleased to be with you today to bring you a message about the kingdom within. Today I'll be sharing a several part series on how to access the kingdom that lives within us. Luke chapter 17, verse 21, Yeshua speaking said that the kingdom of heaven is within. For so many decades, believers in Yeshua the Messiah have been attempting to access the kingdom externally. Certainly in Judaism, it's built upon these very principles of the disciplined way of life. I'll bet they say, and it's taught, that it comes from within a heart of desire to connect and to be in union with the one true God, Yahweh. Christianity says the same thing, that from a heart of desire... We engage in particular behaviors in order to interact with heaven. But in this new era, we are understanding that there is so much more. And so I'm pleased to begin today to share this series with you of how we actually access the kingdom from within. It's an internal process, you see rather than externally accessing the kingdom as we have for many, many decades. When we learn to access the kingdom within us internally, we are no longer dependent upon the environment. What that means is that it doesn't matter if the right song is sung or the right music is being used, or a message that touches our heart is spoken. What that means is that our moods and our feelings and our thoughts are no longer determined by outside sources, by even the weather, or even more importantly, than how we are treated by people. This would be a huge shift in the world today, especially empowering the believers to no longer be subject to the environment for their well-being. It frees us from reacting to situations that we cannot control because we all know we can't control anyone outside of ourselves. We can't control whether it rains or the sun shines. We can't control the temperature. We can't control the wind or the elements or even the difficult issues of weather of hurricanes or tornadoes. But what would it be like to be strong, steady, living in the frequency of love and abundance regardless of external circumstances from humans 
or from the elements? What would it be like to no longer be subject to the external world and for its right actions towards us, whatever that means, for us to have peace? What would it be like for us to be able to access such a level of peace and love and freedom and abundance from the inside, regardless of the outside world? Well, Yeshua certainly knew the answers to this because no matter what happened to him, he was steady, he was strong. He never sinned. And Yeshua in all things at all times is our model. That means that we would have to come to the place in our lives and our walk that we return to Yeshua and give him that place. In other words, we would need to relegate teachers, leaders to a secondary place in our lives, that our role model returns to Yeshua, that he becomes our exclusively now our role models. Our leaders have led us to a good place. We have a solid foundation in the word of God. We have a solid foundation and understanding. But in this era, we must return to the place that Yeshua alone is our shepherd. Yes, we still learn from people that we love and value. That's why you're listening to podcasts, but they are not the model. They are not the process for us. They are the friends that add to our understanding, that bring a word to help move us along the path, but they are not the path. In this era, we understand that the Lord is doing something quite unique in the earth, and He's chosen you and I to do that through. And so, as we continue to move forward, understanding that to interact with the realm of heaven, we go within, and that it has been within all along. How do we do that? Well, I'm glad you ask. Let's move on. In Matthew chapter 21, verse 22, it says, all things that you ask in prayer, believe and you shall receive. Well, that is the very heart of the issue of why we can say With Yahweh, all things are possible, and that according to his riches in glory, we have all of our needs met, yet we still live in a world and in the environment of great needs. We know the truth. We believe the truth, yet the truth has not been fully realized in our lives. We know that we are limitless in our ability to understand, our ability to to know, our ability to love, yet we have not reached that place yet. I submit to you that's because there are other belief systems 
that are underneath our beliefs or that are at a more primal point within us than what we've come to believe about the Lord. And it's those intrinsic, deep-seated beliefs that we hold that keep us from being all that we long to be and all that the Lord has created for us to be. We must come to the place of understanding what are some of those beliefs that keep us in the world of lack or keep us in the world of less than. If we grew up in a family where we heard statements like there isn't enough money or I'm afraid that we won't have enough money to buy the food or the groceries or the medicine or make the house payments. Or if you were aware that there was a feeling in your parents of a lack of money, those words, those images are imprinted within us. As children from the age of our first moments in this earth to age seven, our subconscious mind is just receiving information from our environment, from our parents and our loved ones that are around us, from our siblings, from our home environment. The subconscious mind doesn't fight against anything. It just receives. So whatever those messages were that circled around you within your family, are the messages that are imprinted in your subconscious and the subconscious mind holds on to these thoughts, these words, these images, and they form intrinsic beliefs. Now, when we receive the Lord, all the things that we come to believe and know about the Lord are laid on top of those beliefs. And so, in a sense, we are a divided house. One of the greatest things that we can understand is that the Lord, for all of us who are choosing to live in the more of what heaven has for us, we are choosing to move forward and to move deeper into the truths and expressions of those truths on earth. One of the greatest things that can happen is that the Lord shows us some of those subconscious beliefs that must be dethroned within us. We may not even be aware of them, but we can become aware of them because our lives take on a certain pattern. Such as, if you have thoughts when you go to pay your bills or when you look at your income that there is less than what is needed, Those thoughts keep us from the world of experiencing abundance. If you pay your bills with the feeling of fear that there won't be enough left, then guess what? That becomes the reality. Because there are two realities There is the us that is here in the earth and there is the us that lives in the realm of heaven, our spirit that can commune day and night and night and day with the Lord and the realm of heaven. So which reality is more real for us? 
the heavenly reality that says all of our needs are met according to his riches in glory or the reality on earth that there is a lack. And so if we'll begin to become aware and awareness is the key here to the programs that run in our mind, not that we want, not that we've intended, but that remain there due to our environment and upbringing. If we can become aware of that and change that energy into the energy of heaven, which means the truth of heaven, if we can pay our bills knowing, and here's the key, not just with our thoughts, but with our feeling that there is always enough, that Yahweh always supplies what we need, that Yeshua is right there. He's never let us down. There will always be enough and we will always have everything we need. And so we can pay those bills without fear, without a feeling of lack, but with peace and confidence. When we change that energy within, we have just unlocked the world, the kingdom within that will flood our heart with the feeling of abundance. And now here's the key. For abundance to manifest in our life, it's not just a saying. It is an intent that is matched with an elevated emotion, a high emotion, a strong feeling of what it would feel like for that to be a reality in our life before it manifests. Now, we have tapped into the kingdom of heaven within. But you see, it takes both the intent of abundance with the feeling of abundance, to feel what it feels like, to have that desire before it materializes in our lives, will open up and clear the pathway for that desire to be manifested in our lives. You see, we are not just matter. We are energy. And the energy that we carry is of our thoughts and our feelings. And we always, here's a law of physics, we always attract and draw into our lives on a daily basis what is our vibrational or energetic match. So if we're angry all day, what is going to happen We're going to draw in more things that make us angry or we'll draw in angry people, which does in fact make us more angry. But if we step within, into the kingdom within, and our intent is to live a day filled with love and beauty and kindness, and we feel that feeling, and we engage, we align with that feeling. And when we're triggered by our unconscious beliefs, that we can simply bless that negative feeling, let it pass through us without giving it any more attention, 
And we can replace that with the energy of heaven that is love, joy, peace, brotherly kindness, goodness, patience, mercy, and choose one of those and engage with that. Feel that feeling. Let it grow within you. As we do that, what will we attract into our lives? (laughs) That vibrational match. You know, the Lord always intended that you and I would live the abundant life. And in this era, we are learning how to take full responsibility for what happens outside of us comes from within us. The Zohar, which is a commentary on the Torah, teaches that as above, so below. As outside, so within. And so our out side world becomes a mirror of our inside world. So if there's things in our outside world that are not pleasing to us, we must access the kingdom within in order to evoke the changes that our hearts so long for. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this teaching. I'll be carrying on with this message in my next podcast to you for now. I'm Dr. Yana Sanders, sending you love and blessings from the kingdom within, aligned with the realm of heaven. Oh, may you begin to experience the kingdom within. Shalom and shalom.